0: I knelt in front of the throne as the crown was lowered onto my head. The crowd that filled the royal courtyard gave a half-hearted cheer. I could sense their pain and confusion. They had not been given enough time to mourn. None of us had. My mother's death had come too soon, and nobody had been prepared. The official who had presided over my coronation placed a hand on my shoulder, squeezing softly. I looked up, and could see the unshed tears forming at the corners of her eyes, her mask crumbling. Gathering the skirts of my blood red dress, I stood. This was not a time for tears. It was a time for war. Women of Matrice, I spoke, my voice ringing out across the crowd, thanks to the microphone attached to my ceremonial gown. The crowd started to hush as all eyes fixed on me. I placed my right hand on my chest and took a step forward. My sisters, we have been robbed. A few shouted out in agreement, but the rest of the assembly remained silent. I took another step forward, my skirts brushing against the banister of the balcony. We have been robbed, I repeated, nodding. It should not be me standing before you today. It should be my mother. It should be Queen Rena. I could see the crowd agreeing in whispers that swept through the crowd like wildfire. None of us expected that this day would come. But how could we have known? How could we have ever expected this? I shook my head, letting my new crown glint in the sun. Taking a deep breath, I looked out, setting my face into a mask of immutable sadness. My mother was the truest queen Matrice has ever known. She knew when to be strong, and she knew when to show mercy. It is what I admired most in her. And I swear to you now that I will do everything in my power to be every bit the queen my mother was. I swear to you, I will be fair. I will be merciful. But most importantly, I will be strong. I let the word roll out over the crowd like thunder, watching the people shift under the might of my voice. I will search out my mother's killers and show them what matrian justice is. And if there is indeed a patrian element behind this dastardly plot of murder, we must take our battle to their doorstep. The crowd stirred with tense murmurings. I raised both hands. I know, sisters. I know. Sparking a war is against every principle our motherland was founded on. My mother strived to maintain peace throughout her leadership, at all costs. But we all need to accept that if indeed Patris is responsible for my mother's death, we are not the ones causing the spark. Also, remember... King Maxon is different than his father, King Patrick, was, and thus we cannot deal with him in the same way. Maxon is a man we cannot respond to with silence. I pressed my fist over my heart and then thrust my hand forward, out toward the assembly. The crowd warmed at the gesture, and soon the courtyard was awash with applause. I was pleased by the effect my speech had on them. Gone were the mourning faces, replaced by a righteous wrath that I had fueled. It was a better response than I had hoped for, and it had set the stage for future speeches. With timing and patience, I would fuel the spark into a flame, and that flame into a fire. I basked in their cheers for a few more moments, and then turned on my heel and left, entering the palace. That was your speech a familiar voice called to me. I turned to find my sister Tabitha leaning against the door of my mother's library. She seemed pleased, which wasn't very surprising. Tabitha was always itching for a good fight.